when past runs into you it passes through you like a ghost leaving you possessed by pain for a while i stand far away from the crowd in the little lounge watching the open mic contestants receive pleasantries from the audience the crowd is making me uncomfortable and i keep wondering how summer is much better with crowd even though shy he can turn on his charm and win hearts of people effortlessly i kind of miss him does he miss me juhi my friend hurriedly finishes talking to some people and advances towards me thank you for coming yaar nadia i was so nervous she takes my hands in hers and says <laughs> i wouldn't have missed it and as always you were hilarious i say smiling down at her small frame was i i felt like some people weren't even laughing she nervously says they are old goats i reply rolling my eyes <laughs> she laughs as my gaze travels towards a familiar girl standing a few steps away from me as i take in her face my body freezes in its spot so you coming to the after party juhi's voice snaps me back to the moment huh i say you coming or not she asks no no i'm not i reply to juhi ah oh, all right i'll see you in the office then she says her goodbyes and leaves getting mingled with the crowd i'm about to leave too but before that i gaze towards the familiar girl standing in the corner like a shadow her eyes meet mine and before i can avoid her she starts walking towards me hey nadia she warmly smiles at me sympathy glistening in her beautiful eyes i try to repay the gesture but my lips don't obey hi sandrika how have you been i ask her have been good so much better than the last time you saw me she says i nod remembering the last time i saw her listen she starts saying i never got to properly thank you for what you did for me that night you really saved my life nadia i awkwardly shift in my spot i wouldn't do it any other way i tell her in a blunt tone anyway uh, i should go before she can reply to me I walk out of the lounge and right into the painful memories once again. Jay and I hadn't properly talked in a week after our fight about my book tour. He was staying at his friend's place temporarily. I had texted him a few times but only got to know that he still needed space. I gave it to him. However lonely or anxious that made me, but as the date of my book tour drew closer, the fear of losing him over my career grew. Everything else started to seem silly in front of him. Did I really want this book tour that much? I needed to see him and discuss this matter once and for all. So I went to his friend's place after office. Hey, uh, Nadia. Prakar opened the door, quite shocked to see me. Hi, I awkwardly smiled. Is Jay there? I asked. Um, no. He's not in for the night. He told me. I frowned. Where did he go? I don't know. He shrugged, but it was clear that he wasn't going to tell even if he knew. Men and their bro codes. I left his place, dropping a text to Jay. I asked him to call me as soon as he can, or come home so we could talk. Then I went home. But intuition is a wrong force. Doesn't it happen sometimes? You just know that something is going to go wrong in your life. The night air smelled kind of fishy to me as I went to sleep that night. The next day was a Saturday, 
so I woke up late and groggy, more annoyed when I saw that Jay still hadn't replied to my text from last night. I called him, but he hung up, texting me he'll come over in the evening. It made me mad how much he was ignoring me, but I was habitual of his mood swings by now, so I let it go. Besides, he said he was going to come over. This was a good sign. Usually when he wants to meet after a fight, it's because he's missed me and wants to make up. So in the evening, I put on some nice clothes and ordered sandwiches from our favorite restaurant. I wanted to show him what we had, a connection and comfortability not many people share. Around 7ish, the bell rang. I took a deep breath and rushed to open the door for him. It got easier to breathe as soon as I saw him. I jumped into his arms, instantly surrounded by his familiar soapy smell. He held me back, just not as tightly as I did. As we went inside, I felt my insides churn at how good the aura still was. By now, I was expecting us to be smiling at each other. Zeh, I don't want us to fight like that anymore, I said, pulling him to sit on the couch. Me neither, he says, his eyes oddly blank. What do you suppose we do? I ask him. I don't know, <coughs> he said, suddenly coughing. I understood he'd been smoking again. Where were you last night? I came over at Prakhar's place, I asked. I was out. That's all he said. There it was again, the intuition. Where? I inquired. <sighs> he sighed, impatience and annoyance clearly visible in his eyes as he said. I was with Sanvika. I felt my heart drop. Why? I calmly asked. She's going through a lot with her ex-boyfriend, so we were just talking, he said, his voice getting vaguer and vaguer. I sensed that he didn't want to share any more, but it was clear that he had stayed over at her place. Talking like how you did a few months ago, I snapped. The lump in my throat since he came in began to grow. Look, he said. He ran his hand through his hair as he continued. She's important to me. I have to be there for her. Why does your being there for her involve touching her, Jay? My voice raised. We just kissed, he mumbled. You kissed again? I shouted and stood up. My heart was pounding so hard, I could throw up right there. She needed me, he started to yell too, which only made me angrier. Oh my god, needed you? That's it, I said, shutting the door behind me. I knew where I was going.